When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Do you work out because you actually want to be healthy, or do you work out because you want to be able to eat whatever you want, or maybe a combination of both? Combo. Combo. Yeah, a new survey found that about a third of people work out specifically so they can overindulge and eat more junk food. (laughs) Now, the survey was done in England, so I don't know how the results would translate in the U.S. I can't imagine they'd be that much different. But they also asked what specific foods people work out for. And most of them are pretty popular here, too. Number one was chocolate, followed by cake and pizza. Mm -hmm. French fries, cookies, and booze also made the top ten. But I've had trainer after trainer tell me, you can't outrun a bad diet. That's true. true. You can't outrun a bad diet. It's still messing you up on the inside. But it helps with validation. Like, for me, I'm like, I ate really great all day. I took a three-mile walk. I'm going to have that bunt cake that I got at Toria's (laughs) wedding. That whole bunt cake. The entire bunt cake. Just going to eat all of it. Yes. All right, get ready to access that giggly 14-year-old sense of humor. Here we go. Because this sounds ridiculous, but it is 100% true what I'm about to tell you. Researchers, scientists have finally confirmed that the planet Uranus really does smell like farts. No joke. Oh, my God. So the sentence is, Uranus smells like farts. Right. Thank you. (laughs) That is awesome. What is happening? (laughs) That's why he said. The planet Uranus (laughs) does, in fact, smell like farts. How do they know? Did they go to Uranus? Well, they didn't always know. Astronomers. The uh, astronomers have always wondered, you know, what is the atmosphere like around the planet Uranus? What is it made of? And a team of researchers have figured out that it contains hydrogen sulfide. And we know what that smells like. That's the same component that gives rotten eggs that gassy smell. Oh, so it smells like sulfury? Yeah. Rotten eggs. Mm. That sulfury, rotten egg, gassy smell. It's important mm-hmm. because, you know, it, it could help them figure out how other planets in the solar system formed. But obviously, the only thing we seem to care about is that if that anyone ever gets. smells like farts. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> we notice there's no research about what Mars smells like. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> You're too busy really wants to know. studying Uranus. What does what Vicious <laughs> smell like? No. What does Uranus smell like? If I could pick any planet to go to, it would have to be Uranus. Now, see, if there was one planet I would want to avoid, it would be Uranus. Really? <laughs> I really don't want to it see Uranus. Like there, Jen. <laughs> But if anyone does get too close to Uranus, you might want to hold your breath. Absolutely. Uranus is awesome. Yeah. Hey, speaking of space. Thank you, Fritchie. That's conversation of the day. Will that make the weekend show? Absolutely. No. Tim, it will too. I'm going to label it as something else. Will that make the promo? <laughs> <laughs> Just sit over there and act like you don't like Uranus. I know. 816. <laughs> oh, a woman named Jessica Rudine was flying from Kansas City to Charlotte earlier this month with her three-year-old daughter and four-month-old son. So basically, this is like the last person you'd probably want to sit next to on a flight, right? Her daughter, Caroline had a meltdown right after they boarded. I mean, they're not even in the air yet. And then the baby is screaming too. Luckily, though, they ended up sitting next to the nicest guy ever. A guy from Kansas named Todd Walker, who looks like he might be in his mid-50s. So he offered to hold the baby while Jessica dealt with Caroline, and then she needed to feed the baby, so he switched gears and started talking to Caroline to keep her distracted. But here's the amazing part. Like, he kept this up the entire flight. Aww. He loves kids. Or he's a really amazing dad. He watched a movie with her. He, he helped her color. He let her lean over him while he showed her stuff out the window. And so by the end of the flight, they were best buds. And at some Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. At some point, Todd and Jessica realized they also had the same connecting flight from Charlington to Wilmington. <laughs> so when they landed, they walked to the gate together. Oh, that's nice. And then before they boarded, he talked to someone at the desk and asked him if, if he could change his seat so that he could he sit could next to them sit again with them. for the last leg of their trip. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Jessica says that he told her he's got two kids of his own. Mm-hmm. So that helps. He's got mm-hmm. some experience there. And I guess someone helped his wife when she had to fly a long time ago. So that was just him trying to pay it forward for that gesture of kindness to his wife back in the day. So. Mm, that's really sweet. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, yeah, we can all take a lesson there. For sure. Before right. you judge and get feisty, sometimes those moms just <laughs> need help. 
It's a little it's help. It's a lot easier to help than it is to sit there and yes. stew. Like, oh, my God. Why can't you mad? get your kid to stop crying? It's <laughs> like, if I could get my kid to stop crying, she wouldn't be crying. Jeff didn't even notice because he had his noise canceling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jeff was on that flight, too. He had no idea what's oh. going on. I'm sorry. Did you need help? <laughs> <laughs> we had Penelope in here yesterday, and I thought Jeff was very interactive with yeah. the baby. Mm-hmm. Oh. He played a little peekaboo. It's because I love her. Yeah. <laughs> He's selective. <laughs> Which children he pays of. attention to. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty cool, too. Um, doctors at Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore just announced last month that they successfully completed the world's first total genitalia replacement. Well, that's wonderful news. They they gave a man a brand new well, brand new manhood. What? How about that? Yes. Like the whole... All, Everything. The whole package. Huh. Okay. The and berries and the twigs. Did it come from another man? That's what I'm kind or of... Or is it man-made? Is that what you're... Oh, is it a prosthesis? A, um, a 3D printer. No, the organ came from a donor who passed away. Oh, my God. Oh, man, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> what do you well, it's better than having nothing. But you're getting somebody else's man. As a woman, I don't know what I would want to do with that. And how old was this? There are books. Stop it. You know, the patient is a veteran. Does it work? Yes, they both work. The patient is a veteran who was injured in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if anyone deserved the surgery, it's this guy. Mm-hmm. And the organs did, in fact, come from a donor who passed away. It took 14 hours to perform the transplant. Wow. According to the head surgeon, they believe the transplant will, quote, help restore near normal urinary and sexual functions for this young man within about six months. Wow. So, I mean, but the nerves attached and everything and he can. Near normal. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Right. I want to see it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you were this veteran who was injured and they said, look, you have options here. You know, we could do a full transplant. It is possible. And you might not be it may not be like it was your original, but we can restore near normal function within about six months if you're willing to undergo this. Wow. And you're his wife and he turns to you. He says, what do you think, honey? How do you feel about that? Because it's going to be from a guy who died. Well, I don't know. It might be a, a huge improvement. <laughs> Jen wants to look at it. Can she get like a... Can some, I see it before? Can she see Let's the see an dimensions first? Let's... <laughs> <laughs> you cannot say that on the radio. I to. I'm glad you wrote that on a piece of paper for us to read. It's not bad. We can say those words. Well, then you say it. Just not back to back, I don't think. Anyway, well, I'm happy for the recipient. I am so excited. For I them. would feel, I'd, you know, it, that would suck to live without one of those for the rest of your life. So, right. Well, and think about uh, their partner in that situation. Very exciting. That's what I call organ donation. <laughs> <laughs> Not as funny as the cue card. <laughs> Which we can't repeat. Mm-hmm. All right, then. You had your fun. Aye, aye, aye. You kids. 
switching now from our scrotum to our eyes. Here's a crazy fact about your body you probably never knew because of how our brains work. How good your your vision is varies throughout the day. Neuroscientists in Germany, they tested people's eyesight at different points in the day, and it was slightly better around dusk and dawn than it was in the middle of the day. And it's because of how our brains process what we're seeing. It's better at dusk and dawn? Yes. Hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I feel like when I'm in a dimly lit restaurant, I'm the I'm the guy with the phone out trying to see the menu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. And when you're driving at night, sometimes you're like, man, I really need those brights on. Uh, Around 8 a.m. and 8 p.m., some of our background activity that's going on in your visual cortex calms down, so it's easier to pick up visual signals, specifically dim light, which makes it easier to identify objects in the distance. And the study found there was a 26% drop in activity compared to midday, and they think it's a product of our evolution because thousands of years ago we needed to see better at dusk and dawn, because that's when we were more likely to be attacked by predators like lions. Oh, wow. That yeah. is interesting. Once we started living in cities and figured out how to use electricity, we didn't need it anymore. But the results of our evolution are still with us. So our vision is actually best around dusk and dawn, but worse around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And you, you probably never noticed it before. So it's obviously not a huge difference, but if you really want to ace your next eye test, maybe schedule it for like the morning or the evening instead of on your lunch break or after your lunch break. What do you know? Yeah. Thought you might that find interesting. See, you seem more interested in that than you did the uh, package replacement. You think so? (laughs) I don't know. Hmm. Having lots of thoughts. Is it because you just don't want like a dead guy's... Well, I've former. been wondering where it's been. I want to know. Yeah, I like have no idea where well, that gonna, thing's been. I'm going to guess they've tested it for that. Well, I'm sure that too, but still, you don't. It's hey, that if, would just be. Have, I, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think what I can say. Well, I, I'll say if I had given you know that as part of my duty to my country, and I had a Kendall lump down there, mm-hmm. I would be very. Grateful and pleased Absolutely. to have exactly whether it was a eighty-five-year-old or a twenty-five-year-old. I don't care. You I know that's what I'm curious about because tens things tend sure. to sag over time. They sure do, and I'm just curious as I just want to see it. Would you be willing to <laughs> donate yours, Tim? Uh, if I am an organ donor, yeah, is that both. considered an organ? Sure, yeah, it is. Someone needs of it. I, I don't know. I, if I can't use it anymore, someone else can have it. You'd like for it to live oh, on, man. Why not? Bring, bring, bring joy to, to others. I don't know about that. <laughs> share the joy that it brought to you. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. The medical advances, so the technology questions. today, the things we can do mm-hmm. that we couldn't do just five years ago, right? All right, if stuff keeps disappearing off your desk at work or you keep missing meetings because the emails to you must not have gone through or something, 
then uh, there is a surprisingly good chance it is not an accident. According to a new survey, 44% of people say they have actually gotten revenge on a coworker for something they did. 44%. Boy, that's a lot of people. And here are the 10 most common ways they've done it. Uh, the most common is that they've made sure that the person got worse tasks to do or fewer tasks to do. Uh, the second is spreading a false rumor about them or even a bad rumor. It could be a true rumor, just making sure that that rumor spreads. Uh, quitting their job in an unconventional way. Hiding that person's things. Getting them fired. Sabotaging their work. Tampering with their computer. Eating their lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to Fritch all the time. It would be Appenitoria. Probably... <laughs> That's probably the most upsetting to anybody in this room. <laughs> You're not Sorry. kidding. Uh-huh. That's why I never use that fridge. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, used private information from their social media against them, and finally deleting things from their computer. Ah. Uh. I just remember one situation. We worked with a guy who did the night show and he had some of the wildest stuff going on in his studio after hours. Like, like, like they would activities? Put, yeah, I mean there were strippers and prostitutes and Is it the guy that just got out of the everything. elevator? Everything. No. Okay. <laughs> Surprisingly, no. Yes. No. It is him. But uh, he would <laughs> yeah, he would cover up all of the windows so nobody could see what was going on and people couldn't come in, but there was always stuff going on. And he had the sweetest, most adorable fiance that everybody loved. And everybody on the staff knew what his extracurricular activities were. And there were there evidence of his physical activities in the form of pictures. And one other guy that we worked with, I don't remember what their beef was, but he took the pictures <gasps> and mailed them to the fiance. I don't remember that story. You don't remember that? I knew, wow. I knew everything been before. right up until that point. And it then, might have been before. I didn't know that happened. You came. Yeah. Wow. Who did that? <laughs> someone who is no longer with us that worked in production. Uh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Not here. Mm-hmm. No, this wasn't yeah. here. This wasn't here. But. Um, wow. Yeah. Because everybody loved her. That's <laughs> awful. Yeah, it was. It was oh. terrible. Well, it was terrible, and you know, I mean, on both sides of the fence, yes. that's a horrible thing, right? Like that guy's cheating on but this really awesome person, but and I then can he remember. gets told on. Ooh. Oh yeah, and he lost his ever-loving oh, mind gee. too. That somebody sent those pictures, and it became this major investigation, and we were all getting called into the office right because <gasps> they didn't know At who work? sent the pictures, and they're like, "Who sent the pictures?" That's juicy. I know you know who sent the pictures. Did who he ever find out who sent the pictures? Oh yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Well, was it you? No, it wasn't me. I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> I don't think they broke up right away either. I think it was a little while later. Mm. Wow. But yeah, I mean, he didn't want me anywhere around his fiance. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Not because I would tell. Well, dude, you can't do I would stuff like that a good time. everybody and think you're not going to get caught. Like, you're wow. not above it. Right. Wow. That's crazy. I don't think I ever knew that story. Hmm. That's my biggest revenge on a coworker story. Hmm. And I don't even remember what they were fighting about. Yeah. But me with the same guy. They must have worked it out, right? I don't. Yeah, I think they must have. They must have because I, I mean, I worked with both of them uh-huh. and they didn't, 
I never suspected that there was any real beef between them. Between the two of them? No. Well, me with the very same guy, he was saying some stuff about me on the air, and he wouldn't. I'd asked him nicely, and he didn't stop. So we had these lockers in the back. This I remember. <laughs> and he kept all of his reels in there of all of his phone calls, and his headphones were in there. Everything he needed to do for his show was in that locker. So I went back there with caulk. Oh, you and caulked I it? caulked all the way around the locker. That was pretty fun. And put super glue in the lock. Oh, right. So they had to have it cut off and like with torn a chainsaw. And he totally That's thought deep. somebody else did it, and he was getting ready to kick his ass. Then I was like, dude. It's I'm me. too afraid to do anything to anybody because I, I know I would comes now, back around. There was something about that environment where you could kind of get away, get away with, with it. it. Mm-hmm, obviously, because nobody ever got fired. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.